The evil twin has committed the ultimate crime, murder. This week on the podcast, Francine Pascal's Sweet Valley High, The Return of the Evil Twin. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the podcast about young adult pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And joining us again is Ryan Mogi. Yay! Yay! <laughs> hey guys, thanks for having me back for Not part only, two. Yeah. <laughs> the evil twin is back and Ryan's back. Yay! Coincidence? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> or are you Nora? Or Margot? Ryan and Nora. Oh, Ryan, Nora. <laughs> that had no significance. No, it, just, it has like similar just sounds. That, like, her Three, twin is just yeah. named Nora. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought, Two. Well, th- look, Ryan, Nora. There's, three of the letters are the same. Three of the, le- three of the letters are the same. And there's like a uh sound. Wait, no, Ryan. 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 <laughs> Ryan, Nora. <laughs> sure. Uh, listen, I look for connections where there are none. That's my role on this podcast. <laughs> Um, all the connections you find, though, sound great I, if they were real. It's all about but weaving I don't think that they the are. perfect web. And I have a lot of experience doing that. Did that sound nefarious? You guys just looked at me like, <laughs> I more don't know of, what that means. Yeah, or like you're a, saying that you're a spider at night. <laughs> I'm a night spider. <laughs> In like an hour, I'm going to sprout some more arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the evil twin is back. Mm-hmm. What a trip. I did not. If I hadn't read the Wikipedia page, I would not have seen this coming. Mm-mm. So I will say I didn't see it coming when I read it on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I, it was a shock when yeah. three sentences in, I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, Ryan said in vague terms that something very, very crazy was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. Yeah, and then I read it. What? Y'all, I did not. I again, I didn't see this coming. Yeah, I thought Margot was just going to come back from the dead. I didn't yeah. realize she was going to do that, and that Margot had an evil twin as well. <laughs> A twin who like kind of descends into evil, right? Because yeah. at first she's just unhappy, unhappy, and OCD, and, OCD. and has synesthesia, and has synesthesia. fascinating smells, which doesn't pay off. No, I thought it would. I guess it just is supposed to. So remember how the last episode I brought up the whole crazy versus Uh dangerous debate Mm -hmm. and we all decided that crazy made sense. This actually, I was like, they are villainizing an actual condition and that I don't appreciate. Yeah. this In this book, they're making it seem like anybody with OCD is automatically crazy. So Mm -hmm. of course she is like this. And then the whole thing about how Nora and Margot's mother was crazy is that even true that like insanity runs in the family schizophrenia, um, schizophrenia does okay and they do uh, Nora does hear voices but even that like it's like what we were talking about last episode people with schizophrenia are more likely to be victims of violence than yeah. have perpetrated so yeah and in the last book Margot wasn't hearing voices was she it was weird they kind of like retconned that? that like yeah. it yeah. was weird and all it was so weird that like yeah, Nora they definitely was, added that. It was so added. And 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 Nora was just OCD and synesthetic. Is that the word? I don't know. I don't Whatever. Know. Yeah. So she was those two things. Then she finds out she has a twin 
and then basically like descends into madness, which right. is like weird that learning that you have a twin makes you take on she was like almost taking on Margot's like murderous tendencies. Well, whereas like the Wakefield twins have like twin tuition, mm-hmm. Margot and Nora are outright psychically linked. Yeah. And crazy. Yeah. Yes. Quote unquote crazy. But they that's so that's this is a case where I'm like, fuck you. You can't just take conditions like mental yes. illness and say that that is what would lead you to kill mm-hmm. somebody. This yeah. is saying that they're the same. Well, and I don't even know for some of this. I don't know that Nora and Margot are really psychically linked as much as Nora imagines Margot talking to her through the mirror. Yeah. Or or imagine because like Margot's dead when Nora is hearing Margot talk to her the last 50 pages of the book. But then they are they've both been hearing each other's voices. Well, like Mar- one, I don't know. Well, because Nora the thing was, outright knows what Margot's going to yeah. say before she says it. I don't know that it goes both ways though, because I know. So M- M- Margot is like she hears voices. Period. Right. Supposedly, she, although she did not hear them in the last book, mm-hmm. Nora hears a voice that turns out to be maybe Margot. And at times Margot, because mm-hmm. she'll think mm-hmm. things and then Margot will say them. But it doesn't seem to go like things that Nora's thinking aren't like being said into well, we're never inside Margot's head, I guess, in this book. Correct. And so maybe we don't know. Yeah. And Margot doesn't seem to have the ability to consciously put information into Nora's no. head. Because she would yeah. mani- she'd be manipulating her if she could. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Except for the Part where she predicts what she's about to say. Which I guess is twin tuition. I guess is it a combination? I don't know if like, Elizabeth and Jessica are ever that like dead on. They're mostly just like, linked. "Help me! Something bad's gonna happen." I mean, Elizabeth knows she's in a furnace room. I mean, when there's they no are fully psychic. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are fully psychic. <laughs> like Elizabeth is really running on on psychic energy. I think. Yeah, she's running on That's those true. twin fumes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, twin fumes. Um. I, I, what I did like, that's what I was going to say. What I did like is that, so the fact that they make OCD seem like a thing only Mm -hmm. crazy murderers have. Mm -hmm. I did think it was, I I didn't realize it until way late in the book that Nora's cleanliness is a direct mirror of Margot's messiness. I didn't realize that until you just said that. That's so smart. I, and they're always seeing each other in the mirror. Yeah. So it's like they're seeing each other in the mirror. So the same way, but then that, so then that gets weird because Margot's was a glimpse inside her mind. So I guess Nora's is also a glimpse inside mm-hmm. her mind and she's just like obsessive and disgusted by her surroundings. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because, or it feels odd because it doesn't seem like a result of where Nora was, like it's not a rebellion against the household that Blanche raised her in. No. It might be maybe then a reflection of her need to control her circumstances mm-hmm. because she can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like her whole life has been not having control. Yeah. And she's always just been like, um, you know, uh, control the exterior mm-hmm. while like the interior is like turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking yeah. of Blanche. The seeing smells thing. Yeah, the magnolia it's smoke. So interesting. It, yeah, I could have done with a lot more of it. Yeah, yeah I was seriously. into it. I but I wanted, I wanted it to pay smells. off, like you said. Because yeah. it was like... It doesn't lead to anything. You're no. right. 
Only that she brings magnolias to Jessica's like <laughs> memorial service at the school. Yeah. <laughs> well, it had to be at the school. That was Jessica's favorite place. <laughs> the school, surrounded by friends and family. Two thousand of them. Two two thousand people come to her funeral. That's amazing. We have no. said we have okay, no. we've talked about this though. They are yes. the fabric of this town. They, so Charlotte is right in the front row. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm shutting down the turquoise yeah, shop yeah, today. She, she brought special Jessica turquoise Jessica Wakefield yeah. has died. I will never recover. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's setting up a little tent for when people walk by to leave. She's going to peddle her wares there. Mm-hmm. And be like, this is the last time. I'm Yeah, like, going out of business. I can't live in a town mm-hmm. with so many Jessica memories. <laughs> I have to get out. There are too many memories of me knowing these twins. Yeah. <laughs> Two two thousand people. people? That's so many people. Yikes. I think it's most of Sweet Valley. Yeah. yeah I don't it's it has be. to be. Yeah. I mean there might be some Who's th- the five people that aren't at the <laughs> And Elizabeth is like, Wow, I didn't know how many people uh Jessica touched in life. And I'm like, no, she did not touch two thousand <laughs> people's lives. What like, the wow, fuck? did you see Jessica and Macbeth? Wow, it touched my life. <laughs> she, and also when she's like, I didn't know she touched so many people's lives, but I guess she did. She was so beautiful and full of life. I'm like, being beautiful and full of life, nobody cares. Like, no one's like, oh, oh wow. Just a ray of sunshine that will stay with me always. A ray of selfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like awful. Superficial <laughs> sunshine. <laughs> Sister poisoning sunshine. Oh, God. Oh, oh another book. Where all they have to do is look in a mirror, go, wow, her face looks like my face. I forgive her. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was another book filled with like looking in mirrors and like kind of altering your face or having wet hair and being like, oh, I look like my sister. <laughs> and then uh, dreams. So many dreams. Or having your uh, boyfriends uh, continually t- tell you for no good reason, wow, you look so much like your sister. Really? We're twins. Is that maybe why yeah. I look so much like my sister? Why do they keep telling them that? Th- we know that they look like them. <laughs> it's the premise of the book. It's, it's on so the cover. stupid. Oh, yeah. not on this cover. It's the whole concept. Oh. <laughs> uh. But Todd is enjoying that she looks like Jessica because he falls in love with it. With Ken Jessica. says it, too, as he's on his way up to yeah. speak at Jessica's funeral. Oh, yeah. He go- he. Like goes up to Elizabeth and it's like, you look so much like her. Or like even at her funeral, I'll be like, yeah, no doubt, ding dong. I'm a fucking identical twin. <laughs> oh, and also like that's such a weirdly tactless thing to say to someone at their twin's funeral. Exactly. <laughs> like you look just like your dead sister that's in that coffin over there. Oh, wait, they weren't allowed to bring the coffin to the school. No. <laughs> Which for good reason, I guess. You don't bring a coffin to a school. I'm going to get my biggest note out of, out of the way right now. Sure. Then, since it. you said it. Did they not do... A fucking autopsy on the I body. Know. That they shocked not, me. She's wearing contacts. She's dyed her hair. Any kind of autopsy yeah. would have revealed that in a second. They're not going to have the same fingerprints. They're not going to have the same dental records. That shot. I because maybe they it were, was maybe there's a backup at Sweet Valley <laughs> Morgue. Uh, there's not a backup. There's <laughs> plus <laughs> oh. if if you're the morgue in Sweet Valley. You are definitely setting everyone aside because Jessica Jessica. has been murdered and you have to figure out what happened right away. That did shock me because like when they were like, when the doctor comes out and is like, Jessica's dead. I was like, "Mm." like you guys didn't check blood type. Like you guys didn't check anything like at all. They're just like, oh, I know that golden hair anywhere. (laughs) Okay, but 
this person who looked like Jessica was in Jessica's bed. That's I true. do not blame the doctor. It's not yeah. the doctor's fault. But it's the it's yeah, the coroner's the fault. Yeah, the yeah. coroner sh- definitely yeah. should have cracked those and ribs murders, open. You're right. Murders, yeah. there should be an autopsy. There absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> That's how you get evidence yeah, to convict exactly. a murderer. They have to see like the angle of the stabbings yes. to mm-hmm. see like where the killer was positioned to see if there was some sort of struggle. Yeah. When DNA. really the only thing they're leaning on is Elizabeth's test or Elizabeth's uh, eyewitness testimony, which they do not believe. So I'm like, if you do not believe Elizabeth, look at the body, crack that thing yeah. open. Like, yeah. let's figure out what's going on with that. And why is everyone so sure that Margot died? They're so sure her body has been the missing fucking... from so many places at a time. <laughs> She's alive. The ambulance carrying her. Look, okay, that's another thing. If you recovered the two ambulance workers' bodies, I would assume that she that they were like, stabbed. Yeah, they were stabbed. Well, no, it was cuts from broken glass. Yeah, because there was broken glass. They're, <laughs> they're idiots. They are they're really dumb. But also, that reminds me that uh, when I was reading it, I went, oh, so all of a sudden the Sweet Valley police are very concerned with getting the eyewitness testimony right away yeah. instead of going, have some hot chocolate, Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> get the girls home and have some hot chocolate. We'll interview your boyfriends. Do you think that anyone got fired after the Margot thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I guess those uh, those two driver guys would have been, but they paid the ultimate price. <laughs> I think I think that maybe the coroner would have uh, fallen on his own sword okay. to make mm-hmm. up for it because nice. obviously, if you mishandled the twins' murder yeah, investigation, you're, you're you're disgraced. Yeah, so maybe they're still looking for another coroner. Okay, so and there's no corner. <laughs> there's, there's no corner in Sweet there's Valley. There's just a pile of he, bodies. He did it like right away. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, but they are, it is New Year's Eve time again. Again. So they have to plan, what are they going to do for New Year's? <laughs> and they are really, Jessica's so excited about New Year's. I know. Considering how last year went. I'd be like, I'm staying in. Yeah. I am not doing anything. She's like, not well, that's a damn old thing. Well, it's like Jessica. She wants to throw a party at her house, but do you know why she can't? Because what is it? Her parents, they say, they're, we're still finding M&Ms in the couch from the last party. Yep. <laughs> this M&M-ridden party. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, you're too crazy when you party. <laughs> also, like, she keeps referring to herself as like, a, she's like, I'm too much of a partier for blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, judging from what we've seen of your partying, I don't think you're too much of a partier. Mm-hmm. Like you, I don't know, Kelly. Did you see the part about how much she loves beach disco? Okay, <gasps> they keep mentioning beach, the beach, the, the beach, beach disco, disco. Yes. as if I Her am supposed to know. Club. Well, what is beach? You disco? are supposed to know. It is. It's a disco tech. Okay, that is all age, or maybe it's it's all ages, uh-huh. and it's on the beach. Okay, and you go there with your boyfriend in high school, and you dance, and okay. sometimes you kiss other people's boyfriends and stuff like that. <gasps> and you know how in 1995, how you still call them discos? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the disco. Like, when they're trying to explain the concept okay, of a carnival, which we all know what a carnival is, they're like, is. you know, be like the beach disco. Elizabeth, <laughs> shut down AOL already. We've got to get to the beach disco. <laughs> You've been tying up the phone lines. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear that modem dial up from downstairs. <laughs> Ugh. And the thing that like kind of drove me nuts throughout this book is that it has been but a year since the whole Margot incident. And yet, like, everybody seems to forget that, like, 
the twins can be impersonated. So like when they're like, like they're acting kind of weird. They're never like, Remember the last time they were acting really weird and there was another person that, that was just the thing like that them? was driving me bananas mm-hmm. when they were interrogating Elizabeth. Yes. Oh, do you want to read the back of the book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. The Return of the Evil Twin. Screams in the night. Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield have no idea that their world is about to be turned upside down again. Last Christmas, Margot, a girl who looked, talked, and dressed exactly like Jessica and Elizabeth arrived in Sweet Valley to take what she considered her rightful place in the Wakefield home. On a dark winter's night, Margot fell to a violent death, and the Wakefields thought their nightmare was over. But they didn't know about Nora, Margot's own twin sister. Nora, separated from Margot at birth, is outraged when she discovers that the sister she'd never known is dead, and that California's picture-perfect twins are to blame. They're now like California's <laughs> twins. Uh-oh. <laughs> All of California is at that funeral. (laughs) Now, Nora wants revenge, and she's capable of evil beyond anything Margot could have ever dreamed. Not true. Untrue. Not at all. Don't miss Jessica and Elizabeth's terrifying encounter with the evil twin's twin. (laughs) (laughs) Will this Christmas be their last? No. 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 um, Short answer. (laughs) Um, Christmas is not a good time for these twins. No. 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 Twin's twin. Twins twin. The twins what, twin. The what evil the fuck twin, was God up twins. to <laughs> that he just made two sets of twins that look alike? Exactly. He's like, like, I want matching twins. I want a set that's blonde and I want a set with black hair. Mm-hmm. I'm God. <laughs> and one of them is going to be born to Ned and Alice in Sweet Valley. Mm-hmm. And the other to Elizabeth and I can't remember his name. To a couple of uh, one Mr. person Chappelle. who's in, yeah, <laughs> someone institutionalized and her husband who can't, uh, who has no guts. The story of Margot being just put in a foster home because his new wife, Blanche, that. didn't like the kids mm-hmm. is fucking bananas. Yeah. That is insanely horrible. Yeah. Yes. The fact that he agreed to that. Well, she was she was already being dangerous. Yeah. So I think it, she and he didn't know exactly where she, she was going. She probably needed to be committed. Yeah, or I mean, to she, like was, a, a she was hospital like five, but she, but was, she was also ripping was, the fur out of a that is horrifying and a baby animal and like hurting ch- other children. Like she needed care. Yeah, probably but, more care than they could have done alone. But not to just be sent to Long Island. Oh, and I want to apologize. I ca- called it New Jersey so many times last week. <laughs> last time I have to say, I was reading and I was like, wow. Ryan lied to us. He did. And I did. It wasn't on purpose. I don't know what happened. I know that Long Island is in New York. I really do. I swear. But somehow it just opposed to my mind. So I apologize. Um, well, you just have to build up the trust again. Okay. Thank okay. you. I think and you I'm can gonna, do it. Thanks, guys. Okay. Um, we need to talk about how Gone with the Wind, these motherfucking family yeah. members. Is it time for the accents? Oh, it's time for some accents. Oh, yes, please. Um. Also, these names are ridiculous, which they actually even admit. They're so fucking Southern. (laughs) She's so composed, came a cultured murmur that wasn't meant for Nora's ears. Two of Blanche's cousins, with the ridiculous names of Junebug and Cater Lee, were holding a whispered conversation nearby. Nora watched from behind her hair as the middle-aged sisters gestured with their drinks. You'd think the child hadn't loved her father at all, (laughs) Cater Lee replied. Junebug sniffed. She was always a cold little thing, even when she was no bigger than a tadpole. (laughs) 
It's no surprise, Caterly drawled. She moved her finger in a circle near the side of her head and gave a knowing nod. You know what folks say about that mama of hers, Emmeline Carter. <clears throat> it's bad enough to marry trash like the Carters, Junebug said. Not that the Chappelles ever had much to brag about when it comes to family. I mean, nobody's going to be asking any Chappelles to join the Daughters of the Confederacy, but with the insanity in that woman's family to boot. Caterly sipped her bourbon. It's like our dear mama used to say, the peach doesn't fall far from the tree. Of course, Dan Chappelle was a handsome man, she admitted, and he doted on Blanche. But I never will understand why Blanche insisted on marrying beneath herself that way. The South will rise again, though. <laughs> yep. The <laughs> Daughters of the Confederacy. These women are who not being let into that. <laughs> what a tragedy. <laughs> these are villains. These yeah. women are terrible. They're making the, like, cuckoo sign at a funeral. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could have been on Designing Women, Kelly. That, that was, was really an good. excellent accent. Thank you. That mm -hmm. was an excellent accent. Mm -hmm. um, Let's do that the whole rest of the podcast. Yeah. Right? Welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and Blanche is pretty awful. She's so <laughs> awful. She's With the worst one in this book. Blood red yeah, dripping. I feel worse for fucking Margot. <laughs> I was laughing, though, because she's like, okay, so she's like, I have to give you $50,000 so that you can, like, go, because you're going to tell on me about well, she wasn't 18 kicking yet. you out, yeah. right? But then she's like... By the way, I'm going to tell you about how I finagled your dad into getting rid of your sister and just dumping her somewhere in the foster system. Well, I don't know. Gives her the judge's name. Like, yeah. Blanche does not have to give Nora any information. No. None. She gave her that $50,000. And then the judge is so open, too. I know. And acts like he didn't do anything wrong. No. He's like, I'm sure I can find my contacts that I used to secret your sister away into a horrible foster home. Mm -hmm. Let me give you Cordelia's number. Also, he seems... I didn't know Delia was short for Cordelia. I didn't know that either. I like that. I do mm -hmm. like that. Um, and, I mean, he must do this all the time because when she's mentioning, like, the name of the mm -hmm. of her long-lost sister, he's like, mm, I don't remember. Wouldn't you remember the name? Like, even though he's like, oh, I forgot because I had to change her name because I didn't want it connected with the family. But it's like... <laughs> If that's not legal, sir. Yeah. Like, you don't remember that immediately. Like, if someone's like, uh, where, where's this kid? You're not like, oh, shit, that's the kid that I, like, f fudged all the paperwork and, like, yeah, stuck I into the. Yeah, 100% would have pretended that I had nothing to do with that. She's like, oh, of course. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Good luck finding your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, though, that Blanche told her all that shit because she'd just been like biding her time mm, until she could yeah. brag about it. Yeah. It's true. I'm sure she got some satisfaction. Torture Nora. Oh, 100%. Especially because now Nora is out of her hair. Yeah. She's never going to have to deal with Nora again. Also, I mean, now Nora is set for life with that $50,000. She, she can, yeah. she is planning also, she buys a new car. Yeah. She buys planes. Brand tickets, new clothes. Brand new clothes. Rail tickets. She and Margot can finally start their life together. They can buy a house. With all of that money. Oh, it was, that part was really upsetting. That was so upsetting to <laughs> me. like, no, Nora. I was I like, know. I make $50,000 a year. Enough. It's not going to go far. No. Especially because she's planning to start a brand new life like that. For two people. For two people. Put it in the bank and get a yeah, job. Get some interest, man. It, like, yeah, that was very sad when she was just. <laughs> I have all the money in the world. <laughs> I know. She's got like a spring in her step as yeah. she's boarding the Greyhound bus. I have bus. a sister. 
as much money as I could ever hope to spend. <laughs> oh, and when she's like imagining how great things are going to be with Aww. her sister, I was like, Damn. I do feel really bad for Nora. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though she does get a really comprehensive file about her sister. She does. <laughs> Who was collecting I those don't clippings? Know. Somebody. <laughs> what? And she doesn't do herself a service by putting them in chronological order by year. I was I, <laughs> why are you reading these like a novel? I would have been like, okay, I'm going to find out where she was last. Yeah. yeah. No. And she takes so long to read through all those that she forgets like why she's reading them. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then, like reaches in. She's like, oh, yeah, Nora <laughs> or uh, Margo. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, so in that case, her OCD was really hemming her in. She's like, mm-hmm. neat piles here. And I will go one by one. Maybe I would have yeah. done that. Yeah. And she also throws away a book. Do you remember that? In, that was it the Bible? It was one book that was like no, it was like bent. a dirty travel book. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she's like, this will no. not do. And takes it out because all the other books are clean. And I like when she finally meets Margot. She's like, she's probably, I mean, I can't imagine the life she's had. That's why she's tracking dirt on the bathroom floor right now. <laughs> I know. She hasn't taken her shoes she, off. <laughs> she was like beaten as a child. That's why she yeah. That's why she doesn't want to shower tonight. <laughs> I could have done a hundred more pages of the two of them. Oh my God, I, mean, I, I loved it. Yeah. Loved that. I loved just like how fucking dirty Margot was. She was so disgusting. Why the hell did they both want to be Jessica? Who? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Who would you want to be? Elizabeth. You would? <laughs> totally. Okay, here's you know the what? thing. More power to you. <laughs> I am Elizabeth. Right. I, no, if, I, exactly. if I were concocting a plot, it, who am I going to get away pretending yeah. to be? Elizabeth. Here's the thing. If you, if you, uh, Jessica is more erratic. I don't want to go to beach disco. <laughs> okay, but. I don't want to go there. You can't make me. I wa- <laughs> if you went to beach disco once, you would understand how fun it is to make out with other people's boyfriends <laughs> on the beach while disco music plays. How dare you. Um, you are bold as brass. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, Elizabeth has it tough. She I does think. have it tough. Because her boyfriend oh. has a wandering eye. He does. <laughs> uh, they spend so many pages on that, and then that never pays off either. They're just platonic at the end. That yeah. He touches me. her. He, like, helps her get down. And she only and felt like, platonic friend friends. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And she looked to her sister, Elizabeth, who was smiling at them. Because mm-hmm. that's how much they all knew they were okay. I have a question about Todd. Yeah. And it's possible that I just was, re- I read really fast because I was so mm-hmm. excited. So maybe I missed Margot saying something about it. Do we know that Margot called, caused the car accident? No. Do we think someone, Wait. okay. Cause did she? Did she? Because I the, thought he, I he did, you know what? There was some suspicion there. a shadowy shape loomed ahead of him on the road. He slammed, uh, sorry. Suddenly a shadowy shape loomed ahead of him on the road. Todd slammed his foot against the brake pedal, but the pavement was slick with oil and the back wheels of the thunder, Thunderbird swung wild, wildly to one side. So, but we never know what the shadowy shape is that loomed. It's like That's suddenly true. what there is was a that shape. shape? So I was like, oh, maybe it's Margot, maybe it's not. But then I totally forgot about that. I remember feeling suspicious. Do anything, yeah, and, and like, then forgot. And the, what what does that get her? Elizabeth's sadness if Todd dies. But like, is she even sure that that's who's in the car? I don't know. Also, you can't guarantee that someone's going to spin out. Yeah. So yeah. like it's not a good I mean, plan. I guess she put all just, that oil on the street. I mean, we know from experience reading yeah. other books mm-hmm. that people will go through some crazy <laughs> some really intricate <laughs> stuff. Like ropes. Especially with oil. Oil, oil strapping ropes. to yourself. 
throw yourself off a bridge. (laughs) People will do anything. Especially as uh, a plot to murder the person who's plotted it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I don't remember anyone saying anything about, I feel like it was like a fun idea that maybe someone planted and then forgot Forgot. about. Yeah. Maybe. Because you would just be like, oh, it was a deer. Yeah. Yeah. Why did, why, why would it be a shadowy figure, figure or shape, shape. looming? Looming. Suddenly. Looming. Suddenly. Because he's driving fast. He's not driving like Jessica fast. No. That's know. right. Because he, he he normally likes to take these roads a little slower. Yeah. But he's running late. He does not want to. Because everyone's getting ready for the caroling party. I don't understand why he can't, he can't meet them. for that. <laughs> I know. He wait. can just meet them. Just meet. He has a car. I'm sorry. <laughs> Be late for something the twins have planned? You <laughs> also, may as well move. I'm sorry, but like, I don't know why everyone's so excited about this party. I know the twins have planned it, but like everybody is wanting to come to this. So what? what is this party? They meet at the beach. And then I think they just are going to walk around caroling. I think it's just caroling. Oh, okay. Kelly... It was 1995. People went to the discotheque and they had caroling parties. This is just what life was like. Also, Elizabeth has planned out. So I remember (laughs) you remember it. (laughs) Elizabeth has planned out all the songs that they're going to sing. I was like, Mm -hmm. God, she's a dud. Yeah, that's why I want to be Jessica. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I want to be Jessica. (laughs) Jessica's worse because she thinks she's not a dud, and she's just as much of a dud. Honestly, the most exciting people in this book are Nora and. Margo. Yes. Nora's well, definitely my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think Lila is my actual favorite. I love but Lila. But that's a holdover. She's over, barely I think, from, in this. <laughs> well, she gets to be horribly mean to her best friend and have her best friend die, like, immediately. Mm, true. That's true. Which I really enjoyed. I mean, like... <laughs> I also enjoyed her sad, um, being really sad at the funeral. Yeah. I liked that part. Um, and when she... Her and Elizabeth, like, commiserating, yes. I liked that part, too. Oh, I like how there was only... There was, like, minimal recapping of mm-hmm. evil twin and mm-hmm. jungle prom and everything um except for the fact that they would endlessly recap the book itself yes, <laughs> yes. i was like yeah i remember that todd got in an accident yeah i remember that jessica saved his life yeah i remember that elizabeth feels weird about it i don't need 50 pages <laughs> of one of them looking into a mirror or trying on clothes or whatever yes. the fuck going oh right I mean, I guess Todd would feel some sort of gratitude. I'm being so silly. A page later. I'm being so silly. Of course he feels gratitude to her. I feel so torn about this Todd and... It's it's a tough one. Jessica thing. Yeah. Because on the one hand, yes, Jessica's a hero and she saved Todd. And we can't pretend to know what it feels like to have your life saved. But it doesn't make you suddenly in love with the... It's not a, a spell. (laughs) <laughs> or, but also they're teenagers. Yeah. So, so maybe also, they're romanticizing maybe, it. Or he did fall in love with her. Yeah. Because they're dumb. Yeah. They're, they are really dumb. <laughs> they're really dumb. Teenagers, very like, dumb. Which, but what do you do if you're Elizabeth? Like, is Elizabeth being a jerk? That's, I don't know. She may not be. Because like, if your boyfriend's all of a sudden like, I want to be alone with your sister. Yeah. Okay. That, I was like, Todd. I couldn't believe it. I was like, smack him, Todd. Smack him, Elizabeth. <laughs> that was very stupid. I think Why Todd was that need the to be a private moment. Yeah. Because all he said was, like, you have my undying gratitude or whatever. Well, yeah. so that the photographer could come in. Yeah, and take a picture of them and say that they're boyfriend-girlfriend. Which... That was fucking weird. It was nice that Jessica tried to hide that uh, newspaper. Yeah. She still wanted to read it everywhere. She wanted to smile, <laughs> a big stupid smile, and read that. <laughs> but she didn't want Elizabeth to see it. Um, I would say 90% of this book is Elizabeth running away in tears. She's <laughs> constantly <laughs> running away in tears. 
<laughs> it's like there are so many times where she should have just approached who she thought was Jessica mm-hmm. and been like, yo, what are you doing? But instead, she will just cry and run away. Can you imagine? All she you just to went explain. to a movie <laughs> watching people neck in the front row <laughs> for the entire movie. <laughs> and then when it's over, you find out it's your boyfriend and your twin. <laughs> also, Todd this time was super into Nora because usually uh, he's filled yeah, with revulsion. I wanted to say that. Fucking nobody had any kind of psychic no. premonition about this twin. <laughs> what was that about? Alice is just like, mm, nice to see you girls. La, 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 la. Yeah. No one no. had any kind of revulsion or like intuition. Like, I think they're in danger. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. Like Todd's Not even it. the twins themselves. I no. mean, they had the couple of dreams, but not kind of like something told me there was only more violence to come. Yeah. <laughs> That was amazing. It was such a different, like, why? You can't have that in one book and not have it in the other one. Especially when the first book was all that. When mm-hmm. everyone was literally like, I don't like the twin right now. It's like every chapter was not liking the twin and being afraid for the twins. <laughs> but this time, people don't seem to notice at all. Um, oh, here's what I wanted to read. So um, they're in the ambulance, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, So Jessica goes with him in the ambulance because she just saved him from this car wreck by pulling him out of a car that then teetered off off the side of a cliff. Um, Todd still held Jessica's hand against his heart. He squeezed her fingers weakly and stared up at her, his beautiful brown eyes full of emotion. Jessica tried to smile through her tears. She had never felt so close to anyone. From the look in his eyes, she would have guessed that Todd felt the same except that Jessica knew Todd would never be looking at her like that if he knew it was she. He must think I'm Elizabeth. (laughs) It was She considered letting him continue to believe it if it made him feel better to think that Elizabeth was by his side, but that didn't seem right. Todd, it's me, Jess, she admitted, (laughs) trying to keep the emotion out of her voice. Todd squeezed her hand again. Jessica's mouth dropped open at his next word. (laughs) I know, he said. <gasps> what? what? He was looking with Elizabeth emotion at Jessica? <laughs> That's crazy. Later, he does it in front of Elizabeth. I know. I know. And Elizabeth over is like, he is looking at Jessica with me emotion. Yeah. <laughs> like, those are Elizabeth loves in his eyes. Why is she getting the Elizabeth loves? Speaking of the undeniable sexual tension between Todd and Jessica. They have more heat than he and Elizabeth have by far. Yeah. Yes. So she is like getting wet looking at this picture of him. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Todd looked tired but good. In fact, she decided he was sexier than anyone with a concussion and broken bones had a right to be. The bandage on his forehead was set at kind of a rakish angle. <laughs> she is, she's eating on a fucking accident victim. She's like, yeah, I'd bone that weakened little body. Are you guys familiar with uh, Sweet Valley Confidential? Oh, it uh, sounds familiar. It's the future. It like it is them twenty years out of high school. Whoa! And Francine Pascal wrote them. Whoa! I think there's only Are two they books. detectives. <laughs> if only <laughs> <laughs> they just have secrets. I think that's why it's confidential. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, but in it, it starts with Elizabeth and Jessica not speaking. Oh. You've got to be kidding me. They always are talking to um, each other, and the reason they're not speaking is because Jessica stole Elizabeth's fiance. Todd. 
Oh my god! This Fucking is a Todd. shock. This is a shock. <laughs> Todd, I, I still around. I was like, later. I was trying to guess what the name. I know. I'm sorry. Was I could have given you. About. And you were like Rod. I was like Scott. Who could she possibly be about to say? Probably some new person we don't even know about. But you're saying it was Todd? Can you believe it? I can't. We've already had fucking two books where they're macking on each other. (laughs) Keeps going. Um, So are are those books for teens still? I think they're for people who read them when they were kids. And so like they're like modern chick lit. I see. I just read the first one. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It makes no – yeah. Jessica, Jessica's being wildly insensitive considering that, like, she came between them when Elizabeth was on trial for manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and just this, like, why is she being so paranoid? Is it because I stole him a year ago and tried to make in mine? And when I have quiet moments, I think of how sexy he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes I think her... about the bandage just perched just rakishly. Right. <laughs> rakishly. Um, and it takes her. You know that word that teens use. <laughs> <laughs> it takes her like m- monologizing to Prince Albert to even real. Uh, okay, you, they're I take it back. Prince Albert, Prince Albert my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> he, it's great. He's great. He's always there when you need him. Yeah. And he's always waking you up when you're having scary dreams about mm-hmm. uh, an evil twin. He tries when, to stop Jessica from being murdered. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's like howling so sadly. Oh, he oh. wanted to get in there. He did. You know, weirdly, I thought he was like, um, I pictured him as a different type of dog mm-hmm. until they said that he was a golden retriever. I was like, oh, I was picturing him as like a, um, a sh- like a large schnauzer. Oh, I could see a dog. It. Yeah. I was picturing him as sort of a corgi. Oh, oh that would be really cute. But he's a golden well, retriever. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, Sweet Valley. <laughs> well, the most wholesome dog to go with the most wholesome looking teens, oh, which they were described golden as wholesome retriever. looking. Yeah. Is a golden retriever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are described as wholesome looking. That was weird. I was like, ew. <laughs> Related to that and the whole like, those are Elizabeth emotions in his eyes right now. <laughs> I have never seen or read about so many people who can just read each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. What is that? Can you? <laughs> I have never looked at somebody's eyes and gone, wow, they're so full of emotion. Like if I... If I am to think that your eyes are full of emotion, you're probably crying. <laughs> probably. I think that it's uh, it's easier when you're a writer of a certain type mm-hmm. to just describe eyes. Yeah. But you've <laughs> seen someone who's not talking and you can tell if they're happy or sad. I mean, in improv, you do that. You come out and you're with someone. Yeah. You can tell when they're... Mm-hmm. They don't have to tell you. They don't have to say anything before you know how they're feeling because you're just good at observing people. But it's easier to say, I read it in their eyes than being like, I used my ability to observe <laughs> humanity. I, the narrator, am aware that Todd was looking at her with the same emotion that he usually looks at w- to Elizabeth. <laughs> um, Jessica could see this. Also. She knows also, like I, the narrator, know. And Elizabeth also knows. Yep. Elizabeth as well. <laughs> Poor Elizabeth. Um, Poor narrator. <laughs> what clunky exposition. Yeah. <laughs> They, we have a return. Steven's back uh, for yeah, a second. College. Um, I want to talk about what an insensitive jerk he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, ah, oh, Ken, like, we're so glad. Or oh, they're, they're like, Ken, we're glad you're here. Todd, we're so glad you're alive. Like, thank goodness you're okay. 
And Steven says, Here, here. That was some rebound you made Friday night, Wilkins. Just don't try to slam dunk any more T-Birds anytime soon. That was horrible. They should have slapped him in the face and made him leave. <laughs> I hated him. I was like, what? He's well, trying to be funny. Kirk the Jerk. Who? It was Kirk the Jerk. What's Kirk the Jerk? Who said that? <laughs> no, no, it's it Steven, Steven, the, the brother. brother. Kirk oh, the Jerk said, the uh, welcome back from the dead. Oh. Yeah, Kirk is Okay, Kirk. I was fine with that comment. But oh, well, yeah, that other one, no. Is it okay to go with your sister, if your boyfriend's ignoring you, is it okay to go with your sister's boyfriend to the movies? No. (laughs) No. But you already bought the ticket. I Uh, did think that Todd hmm. was being a big jerk, though, when he was like, when she's like, I'm going to go to the movie. And he's like, (laughs) Uh he's like, I'm still busy uh, telling my story. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you just go to the movie by yourself. Or you just call call it a. Or, okay, here's the other thing you could do. You could say, hey. A relationship has been going on a long time. You're going through some stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to sit quietly and be nice. Yeah. Just like someday you'll you'll need to do that for me. Mm-hmm. Because she is kind of expecting a lot from him. She And that's the thing too. Yeah. Because we don't know what it's like to have almost died. So he's going through a lot. I mean, he has been really appreciating everybody being around, but doesn't want to cry like a blubbering idiot. I'm like, dude, you can cry. You, can you cry. almost died. You were pulled and out. And maybe if he was just alone with Elizabeth, he would be closer to crying. Yeah. Because she's he has tender feelings for her. He doesn't have tender feelings for her. He has lusty feelings for Jessica. Tender. And Nora. Tender. And Nora. Ooh. He can't get enough of Nora. I loved the bit where Enid and Elizabeth were like, who makes out in the front row? Everyone knows you go to the back. And then Jessica was with Ken in the yeah. back row. <laughs> I was like, yes. Because she knows that. Yeah. They have twin tuition. Twin, twin tuition. tuition. Also, they keep calling it twin intuition. That was driving me crazy. I was yeah. like, remove you know this you know. Twin tuition. <gasps> uh, I'm trying to find passage oh. that I want. While you oh. do that, I just want to call out Nora for thinking that she can trick people by wearing a blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> that was real, real dumb on your part. She does give in and decides to dye her hair blonde yes. like her sister does. Like anyone who was trying to do this for you. <laughs> But still, again, with the contacts. Okay. Also, when you're watching a movie okay. and there's a character in the movie that has the same name as you, mm-hmm. do you, like, immediately think the actors are talking to you? No. <laughs> do you, like, you're like, oh, Donald Sutherland. Only when it's Donald Sutherland. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Also, the ghostwriter of this book was very touched by Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, my God. She loved that book. She loved that, <laughs> that movie. Not stopped talking about that movie. Okay. We got so much like play by play of the movie in the book. There's pages of it. <laughs> Is and that like a copyright infringement thing? I like, did they get the rights for that? I know the whole that really spoiled the end of the <laughs> body snatchers for me. You know what? It made me want to see the movie because I hadn't seen that movie. Oh, it's a good one. I don't like that's not my favorite version of it. Mm-hmm. I like the 50s one better, but this one is from when? 70s. 70s. Also, again, we're getting a lot of like teens in the 90s watching stuff and consuming stuff from 20 years yes. ago. Yeah, because they're like, I don't know. What do kids like? We'll just say it's an old movie night. Blah, 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 hackers. <laughs> Where'd it go? Do you guys have a lucky color? Did you notice that? A lucky color. I did. I don't. I have a favorite color. I have a favorite color. I don't know that I have a lucky color. What's your favorite color? Purple. Oh, like Jessica. I, I'm a. I'm not a Jessica. You're not a Jessica. I, I don't think you're a full Elizabeth, though. Nobody is a full either one of them. Okay, and no. Especially because, and I would never call anyone either, because as we discussed, they're both duds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're both duds. <laughs> like, I don't want claim to that at all. No. 
I finally found the page I was looking for. Great. Okay. All right. Give it to us. Jessica looked up, her eyes wide. Uh, no, she blurted out. I mean, I'm still reading it. Do you want the funnies instead? Elizabeth raised her her eyebrows. You're reading the front page? I thought the department store advertisements were the only part of the newspaper you were interested in. So I'm not done. But first, who was like, give me that paper. I want to look at the ads. I guess early Pinterest. Um, I sometimes read Target, the section that comes out. But like every day you're like, hand me those newspaper <laughs> department and store also, advertisements. Yeah, you're, you're like trying to snatch it out of your twin saying, yeah, like, give me those advertisements. Um, it's the rest. Uh, you know how it is, Jessica said with a shrug. Mr. Collins said we should keep up our reading over winter break. Mr. Wakefield smiled. Alice, is it possible that our daughter was abducted by aliens while we slept and replaced by a Jessica lookalike? Elizabeth cringed at the joke, thinking of Margot's sick plot. Sick plot. You fucking think? How are you these girls' father? And you're like, <laughs> it's like you got replaced by an entirely different person who looks just like you. It made me wonder, <laughs> me wonder, like, did he not even know yeah, about were you Margo? not in that... Was no, he, he was there. Yeah, he, so was, he was there, there and he and saw he was the ambulance trampling on away. Alice's intuition. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, that's insane. That's that is insane. an insane comment to make. So insensitive. It's everyone in this book is too sensitive and insensitive. A lookalike tried to stab your daughter to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and then insane. died horrifically. Well, yeah. died quote in front of her. Yeah, yeah, and had been terrorizing her for an entire book. Yep. Yeah, that is. What a dick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is a dick. That's unforgivable. Do, but we don't know that they ever, un, do they, do like Alice and Todd and everyone know that they were fooled by Margot? See, that's what I'm wondering. Cause I'm wondering if they just, if they even knew, cause I don't think they saw the body. They just saw it like draped and like put it into an ambulance. So how much of like Margot's influence are they even aware of? Margot told Elizabeth that she'd been impersonating right but and then nobody noticed did anyone tell anyone else even if not (laughs) somebody was trying to replace yeah daughter ned is the worst yeah i'm just wondering how much of it they because they didn't have a body like i don't trust that the s the svpd really like (laughs) yeah dug in deep on this no they were like we're just glad to have our twins safe see the thing is that also (laughs) nobody in sweet valley would have done what i would have done had i known that there was like a doppelganger trying to take the life of like my friend Mm -hmm. which is to sit that friend down and be like we're gonna go over every internet interaction we had for the Mm -hmm. last two months and you're gonna tell me if that was you or that fucking person that was trying to steal your life or like we're gonna decide that you will always be wearing this like <laughs> choker. Yes. Whenever we see you. Oh, but there was the lavalier. Oh, the lavalier necklace. That doesn't come up in this book. No, it's it's, it's it like she never up, had it. In most books, they're wearing it. Like they talk <laughs> about it when they're like staring That's at funny. their closet. Wait, so they on. both have one? Uh huh. They're like matching. What's a lavalier necklace? It's a dangly gold necklace okay. that has usually letters on one end of it. Or like a design. They're very old lady. Wait, so mm-hmm. it's like is it it's a gold chain? Um, it's like on a chain. It's like a yeah, it's just like a gold okay. oh, with a charm. I see. And huh. I think theirs might have a letter on it. But like, like one is Yeah. But like you're never allowed to take it off. Yeah. Or oh. like we're 
tattooing something. <laughs> this is your thing. Something on your bottom left foot. I thought Margot was going to get a tattoo to match Nora's. Me too. Because it was Gemini. Because they're twins. And twins. Yeah. They or, didn't have time. They <laughs> didn't have time. They didn't have time. Margot was stabbed to death by but, Nora before they could even before they could get into to it. it. But Margot was going to. Okay. Do we think Margot was going to kill Nora after she became Jessica? Or was she going to let Nora be Elizabeth? I think she was going to just force Nora to be Elizabeth. Yeah. I think she was going to be like, this is the way it's going to be. You're going to learn to like Jessica. being Elizabeth. So yeah. Nora is the first one, even though she killed Margo before she meant to, but she was the first one to decide to kill her own twin. I think so. That's yeah. that's like tragic. Yeah. It, and only because she thought that she was going to kill her mm-hmm. for like fucking up the plan. But she never was. She just wanted to be Jessica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think Margo liked Nora fine. Like I think she I think felt we that twin connection. To yeah. Be together. Although it was a little weird, like we did see like that flare of anger with Margot towards well, Margo Nora. still definitely like, no, mm-hmm. I run this show. Mm-hmm. So I think she was just confident in that mm-hmm. and thought that Nora would fall in line. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought so when Jessica first disappeared. So they have the um, they they are like. Throughout the book, I guess in the background, they've been planning this carnival. Although we For don't see Eve. any of this planning, but they they do it. Yeah. Well, they have Mad the day that they all the while. Yeah, they yeah. visit the carnival. Oh, right, with the boys, and mm-hmm. they like eat hot dogs. Mm-hmm. The boys are so disgusting; they eat so many hot dogs. Meanwhile, Margot put away three of them already. Gross. <laughs> 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 Room service, <laughs> and um, it's so, like at the night of the big carnival, um. The twins are, like, doing their own thing. They're still mad at each other, and they're not really talking. And um, Jessica decides to go. and She can't get anybody to go with her into the House of Mirrors. There's no fucking way I'd go in that place, especially (laughs) if I was a twin. (laughs) No way. I did love that she runs into herself, like, crashes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. But so she, the last we basically see of her Mm -hmm. is that she's there. Yeah. I thought that she was just like stuck, stuck in the house of mirrors for days. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's so I thought, much funnier. I thought, I thought that like um, Margot just mm-hmm. like locked, did something like locked the door. Or something, That's so and much she better just, than the school. The school makes no sense. How did she get her from there to the school? I didn't and get what that. What makes no sense is why did Margot suddenly not kill somebody? That was crazy. She should have killed her. That makes yeah. no sense. Margot would have killed Jessica for sure. Yes. That was pretty yeah. shocking. Yeah. But I mean, they can't. Really but we didn't get into Margot's head in this book at all. No, she's barely, barely so, there. Who knows what her plan could have been. Do you think that the uh, publishers were like, uh, d- can we have another evil twin after this book? Can, can we, maybe there's a third set of Because <laughs> <laughs> we'd really like just more of these and they're like, we can't, we just can't come up with a way to have more evil twins. We can't do it. They even say in the book, like, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. nobody would believe this, but it's true. But it happened. <laughs> we can't it's argue with not. reality. <laughs> You uh, should never do that in a fictional thing. It's like, wow, this sounds just like a movie. <laughs> it's implausible. Like you are a movie. <laughs> so the tagline ca- says the evil twin has committed the ultimate crime, murder. Which she does. This Nora does murder. It happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is but nothing new. Not, and it's not, compared to the first evil twin, this is nothing. I know. One she murder? one person. 
Marco killed a bunch of people. Children. Children. Old ladies. <laughs> Hit and run. Uh, James. <laughs> James. <laughs> yeah, pushing off of a pier. They made... That was so... They made Nora sound like she was even more dangerous. She wasn't. Than yeah, Margo, she wasn't. And she wasn't by half. She wasn't. I didn't like that. She was kookier in a different way. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was like more she had her own problems. Yeah. She was different. She was way more defined than mm-hmm. Margo. Well, because Margo was just I understood like Nora evil. a lot more. Yeah. I understood Nora too. And I and she was felt less, for Nora. Yeah. She was less yeah. scary. Yeah, she was. Less, she was more sad. Mm-hmm. She was a normal human being until all of a sudden voices started talking <laughs> to her, and in her sister's mirrors. voice. And yeah, she was straight up seeing Margot in the mirror. Yeah. And at this point, I am inclined to think she was in fact seeing Margot in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> because that's how crazy this book was. Yeah, and and then, I mean, and she would even like like her reasoning in her head was like. It started, I was like, oh, okay, like, what is going on in her mind right now? Because when she punches the mirror, she's like, oh, I'm glad that, like, the mirror is broken because now I know which side of the mirror I'm on. And it was, mm-hmm. like, it was just really, like. A lot of mirror stuff. So much mirror I stuff. I mean, are you guys going to do the ultimate mirror thing? What's the ult- ultimate mirror? You're not doing a reading of the poem? Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. So the, the poem. poem that Elizabeth. The poem. The poem. The poem. The poem. The poem that Elizabeth wrote for Jessica's funeral. Where is it? Do you want to read it, Ryan? It's page 284. Please read. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I can do injustice. Reflection, soulmate, sister, friend. Half of what I am is you. A vibrant smile, a helping hand, a love that always pulled us through. You who so loved life are gone. <laughs> the life I loved is torn apart. And I am left to carry on. My mirror empty as my heart. Man. Don't write a poem for your sister's <laughs> Yeah, no one, no one asked you to do the poem. Yeah, just say something. Say, talk about memories. People like hearing memories of yeah, the person. Yeah. And now my 28th stanza poem. And she didn't even finish how my it. She couldn't finish it. like me again. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the poem, like, there was so much more. What was it about? What was the rest of it about? Um, Her sister and the, describe her sister and the closeness they shared. I mean, again, it was still about it. the two of them. You already did. It. it still wasn't about Jessica. It was no. about she inserted herself into yeah. her eulogy about her sister. But you I know that they they printed copies of that poem and and people sold it mm-hmm. like hotcakes. Like <laughs> everybody in town wanted a copy of that poem, and they framed it next to a portrait of Jessica. Oh, of and course. it would just be above their TVs. They'd be like. Let's get rid of this Jesus portrait. We're putting <laughs> Jessica and Elizabeth's poem up. <laughs> Jessica and Elizabeth's poem. And then they pray to it every night, and they're like, please don't ever let them stop talking. Poem. Okay, but did you guys cry? Um, Not uh, at this part. When did part. I cry a little? I, I got, actually got misty at one part, and I can't remember what. I, I didn't get teary at the funeral. I got teary. I, I cried at the, uh, the friends waiting outside the Wakefield house. Oh, that was Enid that was and sad. Todd. And then yeah. Lila comes up. I was sad with, with Lila. Yeah. Um, I forget when I got a little misty-eyed. I think I, I got, like, very, very sad with a lot of the Nora stuff. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got really sad when Nora realized she killed her sister. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt bad for her there. That was tragic. Yeah. Yeah. And when she's like, I really messed up. Yeah. This isn't where... <laughs> This isn't where I cried. I'm not sure where I cried. It may have been when all the friends showed up. But so this, so 
It's at the party that they throw welcoming Jessica back into the <laughs> land of the living. Oh, my God. Jessica gets up on a chair and is like, I just want to thank you all because I got to hear everybody's speeches about me. So now I want to say nice things about you, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but one person deserves more credit than any other. And I was like, what the fuck? We know she's your fucking yeah. twin and she saved you. Why, <laughs> why, is, why, why is she hamming like, there? Are people in the, in the audience going, who's she going to? Who's she going to talk about? I don't. I can't imagine. I know. Brenda, let's just wait and see. <laughs> but so so Todd reached up to help. Oh, it's, this is the part you said. Yep. Todd reached up to help Jessica down, and she grinned, feeling nothing more than friendly affection as her fingers touched his. She noticed Elizabeth watching them, a warm, contented smile on her face. Okay, okay, Jessica continued from the ground. Are you satisfied? Now I have my feet firmly pr- planted on the ground. That's a lot better than being planted six feet under, Winston added in a groucho Marx voice as he pulled himself dripping from the water. I so hated the way him he read that part. was that's a lot better than being planted six feet under. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Winston? No, he's you already suck. been he's been pushed into the pool twice already. because everyone hates him. Everyone and at hates this him. Point, everybody's like, let's all take a moment and drown Winston as a group. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't deserve life anymore. Like. I would love to think that he was, like, doing the whole cigar <laughs> motions, Ugh. too. And then he pretends to swoon into the pool. He's when the she's worst. like, even you, Winston. Yeah. Lila pushes him back in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Where he belongs. Yeah. He is awful. And he does another food thing. He takes, they're, like, doing yeah. marshmallows, and he takes three out and starts to juggle. And I would be like, yeah. I hope you're going to eat those. I cracked <laughs> up when I saw that because I was like, yeah. Like, the food. He's playing with food he's again. With food. Hilarious. So fucking funny. <laughs> Congratulations. I was about the thing you said about putting a ham on his head or something. Because <laughs> that's a birthday boy sketch. Is it's it? called Ham Hat. And it's just uh, everybody walks in and Tim Kalpakis has got a ham on his head. And he's like, huh? And everybody cracks up for like five minutes. That's straight, Winston Egbert's like the dream. funniest thing they've ever seen. That is Winston Egbert. That's Winston Egbert. Egbert. Mm-hmm. That's He's hilarious. Freaking marshmallow juggling. Ugh. Uh, yeah, people who funny. write these books don't know what humor is. No. They're just like, that's like, they think like it's something, like someone doing something that a person wouldn't do is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only slightly related when they get into Dairy Burger. Mm-hmm. Okay, the spelling of that yeah. was confusing to me. I was like, that eerie? D-A-I-R-I. The Dairy Burger. Is that a place? I don't know why you would want to call your place that. I think it might be someone's name. Poor choice, writer. <laughs> Poor choice. Um, come on down to the dairy burger. So they get in and everybody's <laughs> it's like. It's like a milky burger. <laughs> it's been marinated in exactly. milk Exactly. I don't want to have those thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so Todd gets there and they're like, tell us what happened, Todd, about your accident. And then Amy is like, speech, speech. Oh, my God. What? Speech? What are you talking about? <laughs> speech. <laughs> Um, speaking of not knowing what things are funny, this is just like the dumbest, vaguest explanation of something hilarious happening. It's when Mrs. and Mr. Wakefield come back from their party. Mrs. Wakefield laughed and took a deep breath of the cool, clear night air that whooshed in through the car window. That was some New Year's Eve party, she said, chuckling. But I thought Cindy Santelli was going to fall off the couch when Sam told that atrocious joke. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i hate these people <laughs> he tells a joke and a lady almost falls off a couch <laughs> hilarious that's how funny it was she's 
couldn't stop laughing. She couldn't could hold not her hold center it. of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> she got vertigo. So it's the lamest people. The lamest people. Detective Pappas is kind of mean. Kind of. She's very mean. She's and, a woman, though. And real loose with that gun. So, okay. Yeah. She's like, oh, also, just, oh, this gun is making you uncomfortable. I'll take it off and set it on your dining room table. Which also, like, okay. and the fact that Elizabeth steals a, an officer's handgun and is not <laughs> penalized. Like, it doesn't matter that you were trying to save your sister. Also, she was considering throwing the book at her, though. But, and she does say, I was really worried you were going to use it on yourself. Yeah, right. I know. So, like, so her biggest concern was Elizabeth's safety. <laughs> <laughs> not a twin. We already lost I one. Know, we can't lose them both. Um, I will say, now that we've read these, and we've read both of these, mm-hmm. they don't get a lot of narrative juice of the fact that it's Elizabeth having to pick between her sister and another twin. It was in a second. It's just dealt with really fast. Yeah. And this time. It was a little more this in this time, one. But not much. And then Elizabeth didn't even use her intuition. No. Yeah. Because she gleefully tells her sister right after murdering yeah. <laughs> You don't have a tattoo. <laughs> She, she just still, shot someone. Yeah, she's still holding a gun aimed at Nora, and she's gleeful. Yeah. Wait, it, did she shoot her? No, she doesn't. Shoot no, her, she's doesn't. just aiming it at Nora. Okay. And she hears the police. That's right. But but she and I look exactly like. How could you tell? Well, you don't have a tattoo. <laughs> I had a teeny little hint. Ugh. Like, I Elizabeth. hate Elizabeth. <laughs> also, I, I would absolutely be able to tell. Like... Nobody is so identical. Okay, well, first of all, this girl Okay, has, wait, like, nobody is so identical? Because I can tell you two people <laughs> who are so identical. Uh, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, one is, like, your sister that looks like she's been locked away for days, yeah. which your sister has been missing for days. And the other one is this person who used, like, box bleach from a CVS and is wearing fake blue-green contacts. Yeah. You could tell in a second. Like, one person. Yeah. Well, and one is your sister. Yeah. Yeah. One is your twin, identical twin sister, who you see in the mirror every day. Yep. And every time you look <laughs> in a mirror, you forgive her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody put a spell on them. Like, every time they look in a mirror, they will see the other twin's face reflected back at them and forgive them for whatever. But only if they move their mouth a little bit or they have wet hair or um, they smile with, like, that secretive smile mm-hmm. that the other one has. We're looking through our books. Yeah. yeah. Flippy flip flip. Oh, I have that same exact tab for that's a lot better than being planted six feet under. Ugh. What a dick. Winston is such a fucking dick. They really, they really are trying to be like, wow, Todd and Jessica have this connection now. Yes. And it seems like something that they're actually going to have to deal with and resolve instead of it just, like, dissipates. Mm-hmm. Because they needed, like, two seconds where they wouldn't be talking to each mm-hmm. other for Nora and Margot to strike. But it's real dumb. That, I mean, that could make a whole interesting Sweet Valley High book just alone. Yeah. Of Jessica saving Todd's life. Absolutely. I mean, and that is high drama. It is. And it isn't, like, I liked, the thing that I liked about that was that there wasn't, like, a full, like, who was right, who was wrong. Because mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I don't know. Like, like Jessica, I think Jessica is being a dick, for sure. Because she. But she's being Jessica. Yeah. Which is 
And Elizabeth should know that's how Jessica is. Yeah. But I feel like you got to give Todd a little more leeway because he has almost died. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth, though, I mean, I get why she feels that way. Oh, yeah. Because also she's kind of right that they are like falling in love. And yet they're not because they <laughs> didn't want it to be. If trauma caused them to like start to fall in love, why does more trauma cause them to fall out of love? I did not get that. I was like, I don't know. Big yawn. I do love that in the first half of the book, Jessica keeps thinking of herself as a hero. Yeah, she like calls herself a hero in her own mind. It feels good to be a hero. Well, at one point she says, uh, "It wasn't Jessica's fault that Tom happened to be a that Todd happened to be a gorgeous hunk with big brown eyes, and it wasn't Jessica's fault that Todd wanted to show his gratitude to her." (laughs) Jessica sighed again. Being a hero is hard work. Yeah, (laughs) Jessica is a monster. She's a monster. You know who else is a monster? Amy with her psychobabble oh, jumping in God. off of nothing oh at all. God. It makes no sense. What she she so works they at haven't the even, I know. <laughs> so they haven't even mentioned Elizabeth hasn't brought up that she feels weird about Todd and Jessica. Mm-hmm. And then Amy just starts going on about there being a connection. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, Amy bugged me. Cause she, I think yeah, we've all sucks. had that friend who takes, mm-hmm. like, one psych class and thinks they can fucking armchair psychology yes. you. Um, we had, in, in my high school, uh, a psychology teacher who just, like, I, I don't know where she got her curriculum from. She just, like, made things up. Oh. Like, she would tell, like, and I remember, I never took her class, but I remember having uh, friends who would be like, well, Miss Calby told me that you should never, what was this, you should never work out to try and battle depression. And it's like, what? Uh, incorrect. It, well, it does yeah, help. That's really like, weird. But there are, like, depression is a huge thing to to just make a blanket thing yeah. to say, ugh, I, I miss Calby. Uh, here's the Amy crap. I bet he can't stop talking about what Jessica did, Amy raved. It's perfectly normal for someone in Todd's situation to want to give something back to his rescuer, she said in an authoritative voice. Why... Blah, blah, blah. All I meant is that it's natural that Todd would feel especially close to Jessica right now. Like, he wants to do whatever he can to make her happy. That does... Why, nobody introduced this idea. Mm-mm. That is exactly what he said. And why is she saying it? Why is <laughs> why she, is she saying, saying that? She, I can read nobody the pamphlet you, she, she smelled that from. I, I, can, yeah. I can smell the pamphlet she read that from. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those free... I have synesthesia. I have synesthesia. You can smell pamphlets. pamphlets. <laughs> like, you know that, like, glossy, like, those pamphlets that you get? Yeah. Like that. She uh-huh. probably flipped through one of those and was like, oh, I can't wait to fucking see this. Except friends. I highly doubt that but this it's so is specific. a thing. <laughs> so your sister's tw- <laughs> your yeah. twin saved your life. So your identical twin wants to steal your boyfriend because she was his angel. Okay, I will say, Jessica was a hero. She, she made was legitimately she, a like, hero. She, she put her life. I know she put her life on the line. No, mm-hmm. she was like it was great. a big move. I, without was, a second thought. Yeah, I was proud she of her. Did it. Mm-hmm. I was really proud of her. And then I felt bad for feeling proud of her because she turned into a monster. <laughs> like I, it went I was, right to her head. Ugh. I think I would. You know what? I think I would turn into a monster too. If I was like a hero, I would want to hear that story over. Yeah, and over. yeah I I'd would tell like, the story a lot. I'd be like, "Oh my god, it was like so crazy." I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I would do the probably like more false humi- humility though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Don't call me a hero." Yeah, I get, 
No. I'm no hero. Please, I mean, (laughs) if you're going to use the word, I guess. I (laughs) mean, I was was getting, I was really relishing telling people about my jaw surgery. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. I'll talk about it. (laughs) That was real stuff. Yeah. You want to talk about big, important things that happened to you? Totally. But I will tell you guys that Mm -hmm. if either of you guys do something heroic, I'll tell the story for you in front of you to other people. Thank you. I'll do that. You can trust me. I would do that for you. Mm. Good. Okay. Great. I mean, I'm glad that we've all agreed to be horrible. We forged this pact. (laughs) And now we shall let our blood into the goblet. (laughs) I was wondering why there was a goblet. I was like, is there a goblet and some knives? (laughs) A goblet and some knives? In the same uh, realm as Amy is Stephen, who doesn't believe their psychic connection. No. Even though he's he's seen it for 16 years. their lives. Yeah. Again. Mm -hmm. I know. And so... He's like, I guess I should take your psychic connection more seriously. Yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, you can bring us to your psychology class. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that you okay. understand. Whoever wrote this book, I'm like, no. psychology That's class isn't where you works. learn about psychic. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> like psychology. Like, psychic. It's the same root word, right? <laughs> can we, can you imagine, Stephen, <laughs> going to this like psych 101 uh-huh. and he's like, oh, if I could have just like five minutes at the top of class, um, I wanted to bring my sisters here. They've got a psychic twin connection. I feel like the teacher would be like, you have to leave. You cannot do this. He just gets up. For my show and tell, I brought my sisters. They share a psychic connection. To illustrate, I will put one of them in mortal danger. (laughs) You may have heard of them as the Sweet Valley Twins. Everybody's like, Sweet Valley, Sweet, Sweet Valley, Valley Twins. Oh, my God, God. I heard so much about them. But what, what will the town do now that they're so far away and at this college? <laughs> Size six. <laughs> Dimple on left cheek. <laughs> when they felt like showing it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, I mean, I think a psych class would be interested in this story. I mean. Oh, for sure. Yes. <laughs> There's some good stuff. Especially like a. The Nora um, and Margot part. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or like a, um, I was thinking of like those psychology in pop culture books. Um, Classes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, The Tao of Pooh. Yes. Yeah. I love that book. Mm-hmm. I never read that book. I really, really like it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the book rack. I think the She of Piglet. I've heard of that one too. Something of Piglet. She of. Is there something with Tigger? No. Maybe. Maybe Eeyore. I think there Eeyore. are three, but I only remember Pooh and Piglet. I think it's. Kind of disappointing how little they talk about clothes in this book. Yeah. They don't wear as many fun outfits. Elizabeth, to cheer herself up, puts on a hot pink sweater and jeans. Oh, right. right. Yeah, that is. There's no way you can be sad Sad in a hot pink. But but the thing about it is, yeah, then it reminds her of her fuchsia dress on New Year's last year where she almost died. Uh, And they weren't talking then either. Oh, what a coincidence. (laughs) We, I know we jokingly kept saying like, Elizabeth couldn't help but remember they do literally write that exact yeah. sentence over and over again. Mm-hmm. They and I couldn't help but wonder. Yep. Couldn't help. No one can help but do. Yeah, that's how memories work. <laughs> when you're triggered, you can't help but remember it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jessica couldn't help thinking about another New Year's Eve when Elizabeth had been angry with her. Exactly one year ago tonight, she whispered. Remembering. 
Let's double check. We want to make sure that, that it's clear. Dumber. Yeah. She's remembering. She remember. Um also they do they I we buy into twin tuition, but Madame Renata is not that good at her job. No. No. Because she warns Elizabeth that she's in danger of being killed. Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth is not in danger. No. At least she doesn't do anything to prevent the things that happen. Once you're seeing four lookalikes, <laughs> just say. <laughs> you're right. to say. And one of them does get murdered. It's true. Yeah. Mm. I was going to maybe try and save it by saying it's the, it's the twin that matches with Elizabeth, but it's not. It's Margot. Yeah. yeah, Jessica one. I liked how she just went, there's more than one of you. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I got a twin. Yeah, yeah, I'm a twin. And she's like, no, it's not, it's, it's uh, other, huh? <laughs> You're in danger. Mm. Okay. I did want to talk about how Ken is kind of a dick. I love Ken. What's wrong with Ken? At the part where, it's only this part. So Jessica's like, this is when they're all at the carnival. Uh-huh. And Jessica's like feeling a little bit bummed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, um, oh, I don't know. Elizabeth is mad at me. And then just, I do like that they, she keeps calling her possessed. The mm-hmm. weird thing is I don't have any idea why she's acting so possessed. She's thinking, thinking, thinking. <laughs> There's so much thinking in she's her head. She's remembering, she's remembering. And then Ken goes, this is getting much too serious, Ken said. Let's do something fun. <laughs> I would be like, wait, I was, I was like just talking. No, she wasn't your, just talking. She was just standing the there. <laughs> He's like, oh. It's been like five straight minutes of silence. And Ken is like, well, this is getting a little uh, heavy. <laughs> like, I'm going to go have some fun, uh, maybe. <laughs> but then he ends up just going to get cotton candy. No, he goes yeah. to get in line. In line. Which Okay. For cotton candy. For cotton candy, which I don't know if Jessica's just trying to sell that BS to Lila or if she I really know. thinks it is nice. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I don't know. It is hard to tell. She wants Lila to think yes. that her boyfriend is waiting in line for her. Of course. So I have the page with Nora freaking out because Marco's dirty. Uh, Nora wrinkled her nose at the dark gray smell that had filled the room when Margot had entered. Cigarettes. Nora tensed up. But Margot was her soulmate, and Margot had been subjected to some terrible, filthy influences during her tortured existence. Nora could overlook a few few foul habits for now. Sorry the place is such a disgusting mess, Nora said with an apologetic smile, noting that the sink hadn't been wiped since she left that (laughs) afternoon. I guess I woke up so late today that the housekeeping service skipped the room. Margot raised her eyebrows. Are you kidding? This place is so clean. It's almost obscene, she laughed. Where I live, clean means that the cockroaches have all scurried out of sight. Nora <laughs> was filled with revulsion. <laughs> At the same She's time, like about to her throw. heart went out to Margot. She couldn't imagine being able to discuss grimy, nasty cockroaches in such a cavalier tone. She shuddered at the thought. Uh, I'll be finished in a few minutes if you want to take a shower, she said. Suddenly, she felt guilty. Underneath the cemetery dirt, Margot looked as if she'd started with a base of several days' worth of filth. It Ew. must be hard to keep clean, Nora thought sadly, when you have to live the kind of existence Margot has endured. <laughs> Margot Margo waved her hand. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so on Nora's side. Nah. <laughs> Would you like a shower? Yeah. Oh, you look tired. You should take a shower. Also, when she's like, um, before you climb into my bed, and then, like, I know she's in her bed. She's Nora couldn't dirty. help but notice a few germ-filled crumbs of black earth oh. that rained down from Margot's sneakers to the snowy white tiles. Obviously, Margot was too tired to see what a mess she'd made. 
Nora would clean it later. <laughs> I do like that she was like, mm, maid service didn't come. They probably opened that door and were like, it's clean. There's nothing we, don't, do. we don't gotta do it. And left. Uh, nah. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I don't need a shower. Um, Elizabeth does have some dark moments in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her darkest is when she's alone at the carnival, when wondering, she... and she's imagining Todd and Jessica oh, in the yeah. tunnel of love. Oh. And she says under her breath, out loud, under her <laughs> breath, I wish she had never saved his life. <laughs> I know. I would be, if that came out of my mouth, I'd be so mortified that anyone heard. Yeah. Well, how does a... it come out of your mouth? Yeah. I wish like, it's, that's a Elizabeth. thought you have, and then you're like, oh, man. <laughs> I gotta, like, figure things I, out. Well, but remember that when when they find the local paper, on the front page, the headline read, Local girl saves her boyfriend's life. Jessica gulped. Elizabeth would have a fit. True. <laughs> True. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have pulled up here when we were talking about where they were going to have the memorial service mm-hmm. for Jessica. Ooh. <laughs> um, so the parents at first are like, we're going to do it at the funeral parlor. And Elizabeth's like, no, Jessica would have hated that. So this is where she's decided. Where would you suggest, Liz? Stephen said. Where would you hold the service? At school, Elizabeth answered instantly. In the auditorium of Sweet Valley High, on the same stage where she starred in Macbeth and Splendor in the Grass and all the talent shows and other productions. And then they're like, I don't think the principal would let it happen. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, no, he's already closing down yeah. the school anyway. Yeah. yeah school for her is death. Closed. School for is her death. closed for yeah, her death. For her death. The first day back from the holiday yeah. is closed for well, Jessica's death. Try to imagine all of those students learning on a day they when couldn't. Jessica Wakefield is not in the world anymore. All the color has gone out of their lives. <laughs> And they're going to say, all oh, the color has gone out of their cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the right. the scene where Nora kills Margot by accident is pretty good. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Read uh, it. It's time, the voices told her, rising to a crescendo in her head like a hurricane force wind. Do it. In one fluid motion, Nora pressed the pillow against Jessica's open mouth, while with the other hand, she stabbed downward with a knife at Jessica's Sweet Valley High nightshirt. As she stabbed her victim repeatedly, a faint, sweet scent danced along the edge of Nora's awareness, tantalizing her with tendrils like mist. Suddenly, she recognized the smell. Magnolia. It was not logical, but somehow it made sense. It had symmetry. Nora smiled, understanding. The old Jessica Wakefield was dead. A new Jessica Wakefield was about to be born. Dude. She stabbed her multiple times. Uh And covered her screaming mouth with a pillow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She really did not think that through, though. No. no. What was she going to wrap her up in the bed sheet and just, like, toss her, out the her over the shoulder? Yeah. She didn't think that through at all. Uh-uh. Murder doesn't come naturally to her. clever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Margot had already handled this situation very well. No, Margot had it well. handled. She was sleeping in the bed. I mean, and we'll never know exactly where she got Jessica, right? Or she got her in the House of Mirrors. Uh, yeah, because yeah. at that last moment, yeah. Jessica sees... She's like flipping out because she can't get out. (laughs) (laughs) She's running into all these walls. Her earrings are clanking against (laughs) against the mirror. She keeps running into them. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I like the thing where Nora is obsessed with there being like some kind of symmetry. Yes. Yes. Between like 
every all of the events. She's like, okay, yes, if I, I start out like this and this happens, then I do this and then it's tied up in a neat little bow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part I don't of think her she, OCD. Yeah, she might like prison. Yeah, I think she'll do great in prison. Oh, she'll I like this part. Mm-hmm. Suddenly a chill m- numbed Nora that she's back in her hotel room at this point, down to her bones. She knew why Margot hadn't come back to the hotel room. Margot knows, Nora said aloud, trembling. She knows everything and she's planning to kill me next. She jumped from the bed and began pacing the hotel room. How could Margot know? She asked the empty room. Her glance fell on the lacy bedspreads and curtains. Eyelets, she remembered. Little eyes. She had guessed that the thousands of eyes were spying on her. Now she knew the truth. They were working for Margot. <laughs> this was so She's fucking really like out of her sad. mind at this point. Uh, yellow wallpapery. It's very like. She's like seeing yes. things in the fabrics and the walls. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, because Nora has like legitimate problems that need to be dealt with. Yeah. And then suddenly she's been pushed over the edge. <laughs> and suddenly it just happens mm-hmm. like and then, that. And she lost her mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did, especially considering last Christmas, mm-hmm. I really liked the spontaneous mutual apology on Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah. Where they I just are that. super happy. I actually, yeah. I like that. I loved that part. I was a little re- relieved that it wasn't yeah. exactly yes, like the last God. book. Yeah. Um, except just, that then they, no, they don't get mad at each other again. They do, but it's late. It's a couple days later. Oh, okay. There's just like weird the little out. things. Oh, wait. The front row makeout. Jessica gets, that happens gets up. That happens the, after. Or Elizabeth gets up in the middle of dinner and runs away. Remember? No, that was Christmas Eve. That's why oh. they were fighting on Christmas morning. So Christmas morning, they both wake up and they're like, let's apologize to each other. And then they meet in the bathroom. Because they like, both saw their faces in the mirror. Because their yeah. hair was wet. So they look like each other. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's like crying and like, you can't apologize to me. I apologize to you. Mm-hmm. Through her tears, Elizabeth gazed in awe at the more than 2,000 people who were crowded into the auditorium <laughs> for Jessica's <laughs> memorial service. She knew Jessica had been popular. But she hadn't realized that her sister's life had touched so many people. That's crazy. That is so, yeah. that's to too many people. That many people at your funeral? Oh, next it was Ken's turn to speak. With tears shining in his eyes, he leaned over to kiss Elizabeth on the forehead. You look so much like her, he whispered to Elizabeth, his voice quavering before he walked out on stage. Again, <sighs> I know that. Also, like, okay, say what you, like, I understand that he feels like he has to, like, process process mm-hmm. how you want to process but also like understand that you're saying that to the twin of the person who's dead yep. at the memorial service mm-hmm. like that's so insensitive and jessica never loved you like she loved sam anyway she she could never she, i think she says it does she say it one time in this book she mentioned sam right before she saves todd yeah the, I, I don't know if she calls him the love of her life but no it's just like it's almost like she's made up for sam's death now that she yeah. saved todd Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When she says, um, it didn't get me out of the clear for Sam's death, but it might have evened things out. I was like, Jessica, <laughs> you know, poisoned your sister. This is not how that works. Uh, Girl. Everybody laughed while Lila glowered. Glowered? Glowered? Glowered. Glowered. Mm-hmm. But Jessica flashed a sunny smile at her best friend, and Lila couldn't keep from grinning back. Jessica sighed deeply. It was great to be back from the dead and know how much her friends had missed her. But there was one person who she knew had missed her more than anyone. The one person responsible for saving her life. I want you all to know how much I love every one of you, Jessica said. 
Yes, mm. even you, Winston, she added as he climbed out of the pool again. He pretended to swoon, and Ken pushed him back in. But Ugh. there's one person here who deserves special recognition, Jessica <laughs> Jessica continued, linking her arm through her sister's. Elizabeth smiled and kissed her on the cheek. There is one person here, and that's why I got you the sister trophy. She's just, like, handing out trophies like it's a drama <laughs> Whoa, club. wait a second. Cast there's trophies? Party. No, I'm saying that's oh. what it sounds like. <laughs> In our I believed you. Well, <laughs> that's about how Lindsay plausible. has a, a first edition. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. There's all kinds of Easter eggs. But mm. it, in... In high school, every time we would finish doing a play, there'd be the cash party and everybody would get like some kind of trophy uh-huh. and they'd all get up and make a speech like it was like the oh final day of high school. Oh my God. Did you guys not have this experience? No, we didn't no. do that. Were either of you involved did, in plays in high I school? I did plays in middle school, not yeah. high school. Okay. In my school, at least, in high school plays, it, it was as if we were accepting an Oscar every time somebody went up for their trophy. And uh, the speeches were allowed to go on as long as possible. So you'd get up and you'd be like, I just had the most amazing time. And I just, I want to thank my partner in crime over here because without him playing such and such, I could never have gotten to the na-na-na-na-na-na. And... I'm really going to miss doing this play with you guys, even though you'd all be in the yeah. same play yeah. the next time. Oh, wow. my It was God. really dramatic. Uh, uh, very we dramatic. We had, like, sports uh, banquet. That's what we call uh, it. Sports banquet. Sports I mean, banquet. Had those so, too. yeah. So, for every team, every season, where there would be, like, a most improved for every, like, everyone would get a trophy. If you, and it would also be where if you made state, so if you had, like, a real trophy, mm-hmm. you would get those trophies then. <laughs> well, no, because, like, yeah. participate like who cares about yeah. other trophies but uh-huh. like if you do well mm-hmm. one the good one um that is has your name on it and mm-hmm. stuff uh so we had a sports banquet which would have speeches but it was i don't think as like we weren't all, we didn't all have that flair <laughs> <laughs> well, drama club y'all yeah but that's what this sounds like sounds like yeah. she's just been handing out ribbons and trophies mm-hmm. all night and she's like but the biggest award goes out to my sister, who saved me and probably missed me the most when I was not dead. Mm-hmm. Me and my tousled hair. <laughs> tousled. Tousled. I do love the way Nora and Margot meet back up with Margot oh, trying yeah, to that's murder cool. Nora. <laughs> in the... In the uh, Cemetery. In the cemetery. Oh, she goes yep. there and she's like, Merry Christmas, Margot. <laughs> and then Margot comes from behind and grabs her by the neck and tries to kill her. <laughs> oh, right. And she like comes to in the mausoleum. Uh, Nora's like, or sh- she's like, well, I'm about to die now. This person is stronger than me. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been watching too much so Buffy. It's a good thing she bought that wig. Otherwise, it wouldn't have fallen off and given right. her a yes. if She would have just been yanking on that hair and nothing. Yeah. And it would just snapped off right in her hand. Oh, and then. Because Margo would have thought she killed a twin. And then she would have gone yeah. to the Wayfield's house. <laughs> and been like, I'm ready. <gasps> Never ending cycle. Oh, no. <laughs> so wait, Margo's really dirty. But do you think that she's been re-dyeing her hair? Or do you think she has like a year's worth of dark hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm, good question. And I thought the whole time she'd been living in a mausoleum. That's what I thought, too. That's what I think yeah. I've been watching too much Buffy. Because I was like, oh, she's living there. Yeah. But Maybe. then... A long time later, she's like, oh, like this Must yeah, dingy living in old the furnace room. room. Yeah. 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 Also, I think like Jessica recovers from her 
being herself being like mm-hmm. yeah she was held trapped. hostage oh. for three days with like no on a food, leash on a leash drinking rust SVU water shit. yeah drinking leaky water from a pipe with like a little disgusting like bucket to like shit and piss in yeah well and I think it was a to- she said it was a toilet a dirty toilet yeah so I think it but where is that that's not real yeah in a furnace room in a furnace room that's a bucket they it were could just be like a custodian bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be generous and say sure. <laughs> yeah. And like no food for three days. She's probably a size four. And then. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect size four. But... Uh, and then, yeah, a day later, she's like handing out her friend trophies. At a pool party. I don't understand why Winston gets invited to anything. Everybody, Seriously. Like, I, that is the fucking worst. Really imagine. Really imagine being at this party. Everyone's like hanging out, and they're they literally keep pushing this man into the. <laughs> they keep pushing him. And the first he... one who pushes him is his girlfriend. Wait, he has a girlfriend? I think so. They <sighs> name her. It's not. Yeah, he keeps getting pushed in because no one, no one, no likes one likes him. him. I mean, um, he's actually uh, Elizabeth likes him as a friend, but Jessica thinks he's a dweeb. We learn from. But Nora. then she says she doesn't hate him in this. I know she's like just before you. Maria Santelli pushed yeah. him into the pool. Yeah, so That's he gets girlfriend. pushed in three times. Yeah, once for making a horribly crass joke, mm-hmm. once for swooning about someone else's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and once just for being a dork. Yeah, <laughs> for just like being there. <laughs> You're here. Goodbye. Ugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, just imagine if you were at this party as yourself, mm-hmm. You're just looking around at what's happening, having these thoughts fuck is wrong with these people yeah yeah because it hasn't been that long since this person is not dead yeah You'd be and like they're having looking a around going am i the crazy one <laughs> what's happening yeah they're all acting like nothing happened yeah there is no ptsd no and w- there should be so much and this so is much a magnet edition the second time that somebody's <laughs> wanted to kill you and take your fucking place. They wanted to single white female you. Yes. I feel like you would be pulling them aside. I mean, like, real talk, there were actual other twins. Yeah. Yeah. They were twins. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's really, can, come on. Yeah. Can We need to unpack Is this. Is nobody, right? yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Is nobody going to unpack this? Come on. Other, uh, what? You guys, this book was loco banana pants. <laughs> <laughs> There's other twins that look exactly like the Sweet Valley twins. Uh-huh. Who with no relation. No relation. Because they don't even try to say like they're long lost cousins. They no. really should have. Yeah. Or because something. All they had to say was cousins. A genetic experiment. Sure. <laughs> we were trying to create more twins in case the real twins stopped speaking. <laughs> because this town can't handle any more of that. Look, look, I'm the mayor of Sweet Valley. Something has to be done. In case of emergency, we will break this glass and use the other twins. <laughs> well, gee, boss, I was leaning against the glass and something cracked. Oh, buddy. I guess we'll send one to Long Island and <laughs> one to the Deep South. Uh, we are coming up on time. Okay. Um, I could just keep talking about this. I know. Really I well. could talk about I could live in this fucking world. Oh, we'll man. do all the all the crazier sweet valleys with you. Yay! I am yeah. so excited. Like kidnapped you. by the cult. Oh, the one where Jessica please. might be dating a werewolf. Please. <laughs> yes. There's apparently one where a lady opens a spa because she wants to steal one of the twins' faces. A what? Again? <laughs> Again? There's a whole uh like line of the super uh, thriller. 
Thank you. Like. Oh, Thank good. you. Yeah, we're set. We're I ready. Set for I so love these books. I love doing these with you, Ryan. Aww, these are amazing. Um, Always a delight. Oh, so fun. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, sure. I have a podcast called Hellmouthy where we're working our way through the Buffyverse, me and Kelly. Yay. Yay. And you can find it on iTunes and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouthy. Yay. Yay. Woohoo. So our next episode uh, is going to be Christopher Pike's The Wicked Heart with our guest Katie Plattner. So if you wanna if you wanna follow along with us, you can read The Wicked Heart. And uh, what you could also do is just look up any Wikipedia page where somebody has told you everything that happens. Listen, Wikipedia is your friend mm-hmm. for these books sometimes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode. And remain. Sweet. Watch out for twins. Thank you so much for listening to Team Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. If you like what you hear, please, please, please like, subscribe, rate. It really does help a lot. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. You can also email us at teencreepspod at gmail.com. And um, we really like talking with you guys on social media. It's super fun to uh, engage with you about these awesome and awesomely bad books. So keep it creepy. (laughs) 